0: Welcome to this special timely Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. Let's join Pastor Robert in the book of Ephesians.
1: you got to believe that he's there. Number two, that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, the way I've come to think of that is biblical faith means believing that not only is God there, but he's good. He is perfectly good. There's nothing that's not good about God. He is completely faithful. He is a rewarder of those who are diligent to seek him.
0: If you're struggling in your family and in your marriage, especially as you face extended time together, choose to focus on the good. Pastor Robert will challenge you today to have faith in God's character and that he'll use this difficult time for your good. He can strengthen your marriage and your family as you lean into him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Here's Pastor Robert in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 as he continues his message marriage in the time of coronavirus. His love is the main thing.
1: Verse 14 Stand therefore having girded your waist with truth. You understand that what like so if you guys work out, you know in the old days weight belts were really popular. I had a doctor tell me that they did more harm than good, and I stopped wearing mine. <clears throat> but it girded your waist. It was something you wrapped around your your middle. Now what they were talking about was how, you know, in the old days they wore those long robes, whatever, you know, it's almost like a skirt. But they would take that thing and tie it up. They'd pull it up above their knees, kind of tie it around their waist so that it wasn't tripping them up as they as they ran. You want to know what the word of God teaches. You need to gird your waist with truth. So you can't be easily swayed, easily misled, easily lied to, easily, you know, deceived and and, and trapped with the deceptions that the enemy will try. Listen, he will have you so focused on the irritations that you can no longer even see the things that you fell in love with. They're still there. They're still there. You know, I hear it all the time. Oh, she's not the same woman I married. Yes, she is. You started focusing on all the wrong things and you need to stop it and make a decision, make a list of all the things that you fell in love with. Make a list of all of the things that attracted you to her to begin with and determine to focus on those things. It's not that hard. Trust me, I had to do it. You sit down, you make a list of all the things that in the very beginning, look back, remember, you know, what What first. I mean, why did you even go on a second date with her? Why were you even concerned enough to reach out, you know, to her to begin with? Was it was it the big blue eyes or, you know, I mean, something that first captured your attention. And for most of us, though, 99.9% of us, that lasts about 15 minutes, you know, and I, I remember there was one girl that she was actually one of my employees before I met Jesus 40 years ago, whatever, and almost, and she was a knockout. This girl was so beautiful, but man, after about 15 minutes with her, she got ugly real fast. Why? Because of her character. Because of her temperament and her character. It's what's on the inside, man, That quickly overrules what's on the outside. And, you know, you probably found your wife to be beautiful and physically alluring. But ultimately, it was it was the stuff on the inside that kept you coming back. It was personality. It was character. It was those kinds of things that ultimately captured your heart that actually drew you in. Well, you need to you need to write down the things that drew you in. Write down the things that appeal to you. Write down the things because they're still there. And you need to give thanks to God every day. I give thanks to God every day for the wife that he gave me. We've been married now for 28 years. and yeah, soon be 28 years. And, and you know what? I love her more now than I ever did before. And and I, I barely see the irritation. Some of them are still present. Some of the things that just about drove me insane the first year of our marriage, they're still there. But I've realized They are minuscule compared to the qualities, compared to the things that are attractive about her, the godliness, her love for Jesus, her commitment to the scriptures, her devotion to our children and our grandchildren and, and, you know, the, the people of the church. She's just one of the most genuinely loving people. Listen, you need to make a list of things that you should be grateful for about the woman that God gave you, and you need to gird your waist with. Truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, that which guards your heart, right conduct, that you're not going to give in to the temptation to go off on her, to misbehave in some way. You know the right thing to do. The right thing to do is to love her, to serve her, to lay down your life for her. Having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, you need to walk in the grace of the good news. Jesus died for you. And if you've been set free by Jesus, if you've, if you've been born into his family, you need to be walking like that. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Listen, biblical faith, biblical faith means that you trust God. A lot of times we get all confused, you know, that, Faith is, is like everything's going to work out, you know, or, or, or some variation of, of that. That's faith and faith. Listen, Hebrews 11, verse 6 tells us, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. Talking about God. For he who comes to God must, number one, believe that he is. you got to believe that he's there. Number two, that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, the way I've come to think of that is, Biblical faith means believing that not only is God there, but he's good. He is perfectly good. There's nothing that's not good about God. He is completely faithful. He is a rewarder of those who are diligent to seek him. He's not going to play games with you. He's never going to let you down. Jesus said that that he will never leave you, never forsake you, right? Right. They were gathered there at the Last Supper, Jesus with the 12. And he says, one of you is going to betray me. And every single one of them started out by saying, is it me? Am I the one? Am I going to betray you? And then finally, of course, we know the story. It was Judas. And he said, yeah, you're the guy. Judas left. The other 11, now they get all brave. And he tells them, you know, you're all going to be made to stumble, just like it's written. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. And they're all like, no, never. Peter said, I'll never deny you. And he said, Peter, you're going to deny me three times before tomorrow morning, bro. And, and, and he's like, no, even if I have to die with you, I'll never deny you. I'll never do. And, and, and Matthew tells us that the other 10 said the same thing. All 11 of them said, no way, we're not going to scatter. No way, we're not going to deny you. And then what happened when he got arrested? They all took off. But Jesus told them at the Last Supper that that was going to happen. And he said, after, after I've been raised, I'll go before you into Galilee. In other words, listen, you're going to run off. You're going to abandon me. But I'm not going to abandon you. So after I've been raised from the dead, just know I'll be waiting for you in Galilee. And sure enough, after the resurrection, what did he do? He gathered them all together. He restored them. Listen, he will never forsake you. Your faith needs to be in his character. Your faith needs to be in the person. Your faith is in Jesus. And if you're walking in that faith, well, then listen, you can lay everything down. And serve your wife, just like he has laid everything down for you. Your marriage can come out of this quarantine time much stronger than ever before. You, you can learn how to, to be there for each other. Now, ladies, I've, I've let you off easy. But you got to know the Bible simply says submit to him. Now, guys, if you're doing what I just described, it'll be pretty easy for them. To be in submission to your leadership it doesn't mean that they obey every single word that comes out of your mouth. That's not what submission is. I had a wonderful teaching years ago that taught how to be submissive. As you're saying, no way. I'm not doing that. But to do that with a submissive attitude, to do that with a submissive heart, to do that with with gentleness, to do it with respect. It is possible, ladies, to do that. You know, you, you don't have to harp. You don't have to nag. You don't have to pester. You don't have to do that. You're much better off. Peter tells us you're much better off to keep your mouth shut, pray, be submissive to your husband, and put your faith in in the Lord to work in your husband's heart. Listen, you guys can have a stronger marriage on the other side of the quarantine than you did going into it, but it's going to be a matter of putting on the whole armor of God and living by faith and not trying to do things the way you've always done them before because that maybe that hasn't worked out so well. Listen, Jesus loves you enough to die for you, and if you'll turn to him and do things his way, Ephesians chapters 5 and 6, Hebrews 11, verse 6, God will take you through this time. Jesus will lead you through this time to a much stronger place as a family.
2: been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fowler. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org connect to our sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our youtube channel for more messages we also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the lord please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org would you do the same for us Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying. And if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.